This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Bottom of this hour will be Dr. Maria Ryan. We're going to talk about the latest on COVID, the latest on monkeypox, but even more importantly, the fact that drugs that are a lot worse, like multiple times worse than fentanyl, that's coming across the border. She's going to name what these drugs are and how dangerous they really are. Make sure you stick around for that. Incredible information at the bottom of the hour. I've also got Jennifer Granholm. I'm not interviewing her. I, I did that 25 years ago. I, she wouldn't come on the show now. But uh, the so-called energy secretary knows nothing about energy. Again, repeating this mantra about how we can avoid high gas prices. Uh, Carrie, did you see what she had to say today? No, I did not. You could probably take a guess, though. How do you think she thinks we can avoid high gas prices? Uh, electric vehicles. What? Get out of here. Mm. So uh, I will play that video. If you want to watch it, go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. You'll certainly hear it on all the radio stations. Um, Jennifer Granholm doesn't know anything about anything when it comes to um, when it comes to energy. And again, just completely out of touch when somebody says, well, what about the high gas prices? And the answer is go and buy an EV <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> makes no sense. Uh, this makes sense. You're right? Though. This is perfect. Oh, this makes sense? This makes total sense. Let's not push it. Let's go. All right, stop your attitude now. I'm an attitude today. A lot of attitude today. A lot of attitude. Yeah. Put it right out there. Glad to have you here. We've got a kiss up to carry every Wednesday and play that stupid song in hour number three. But there you go. We're halfway there, halfway to the weekend. I appreciate you stopping by. Um, I just want to make a, a mention very quickly about those of you who are trying to use the the Constitution to prove your point. I because I had Roger Stone on, we had I don't know two or three trolls show up in the chat room. And you know what trolls are, right, Carrie? Oh yeah. They show up. They're just going to naysay for the hell of it. They never say, "Here's my comment on what I'm hearing," or "Here's my comment on what I'm seeing during the show." Now the comment is, "Trump is stupid. Trump is dumb. Roger Stone's no good." You know that's all it really is, and it never really is anything more than that. And I told the one guy. Um, okay, so instead of being ad hominem about it, don't say Trump is stupid or a liar. Tell me what makes him stupid. Tell me what lie. Um, and honestly, and, and they couldn't. Well, the Washington Post said he lied 16,000 times. Well, the Washington Post wanted Biden to get elected and they hated that Trump won. Washington Post is not a good, is not a good source of information. 
or he's no good and he's more corrupt than Bill Clinton. And just saying stuff like that. And I said, listen, keep it above board. Stop calling people names. Stop being ad hominem. You can stay and make commentary on anything that we're doing here. Oh, so selective uh, belief in the First Amendment, I see. You know, I always love, Carrie always loved that one. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If I come to your house, which is never going to happen, because the, oh, the invite has right. never happened. Exactly. Right. I've had you exactly. at my house, but I guess, ew, whatever. Well, just one um, time years ago. Right. Well, yeah. because of what happened, you know. <laughs> I was so, perfectly um, charming, nothing happened. I'm not, I'm not so sure. <laughs> so um, if you invited me to your house, and I walked in, and I don't know, your mom's visiting, and your sons are there, and I sit down, and I say, man, your mom is a real, and they just say some horrible name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you required, because of the First Amendment, to allow me to stay there? <laughs> no. And, no. no, 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 First Amendment, I've got freedom of speech. No, this is my home. We are kicking you to the curb. Or if I say, Carrie, you suck. You're telling me that you think you can kick me out? The First Amendment I'm protects having, my right. I'm having my power lifter kick you out, yes. Oh, really? Uh, yes. I yes. don't want to be that guy, but I'm back in the gym. I'm not so sure he could. <laughs> okay, well, he's 18, you're he's a, Yes, and I'm old, yeah, I'm about 60, <laughs> but um, but I'm a little older than he is, and he perhaps he could. He could certainly squat me, I mean, <laughs> way more than me. He's proven yeah. that like two times me yeah. and more. So, um, So what you're saying is, if I'm in your home, in your private space, mm-hmm. you literally can tell me, please don't smoke. Even though I'm like, hey, smoking is my free expression. I literally can tell you that, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the people in my chat room seem to think that I'm the government then. Because again, the Constitution is a document, not of rights we're given to. No, no. We are we were, or given to us. We already have the rights. The rights are given to us. By God, by the higher power, whatever the God is that, that, that you seek, the founding fathers said, God gave us these rights. And then said, here are the things the government can't do to infringe on those rights. You have the right to freely speak, freely assemble. You have the right to freely worship, the freedom of the press. Those are the four rights in the First Amendment. Those are rights the government can't take away. My chat room that is specifically made for the Joe Pag show on Twitch, or my talk, call-in talk show, specifically made for the radio stations that were wise enough to bring us on. We love you all. I have the right to decide what you can and can't say on my show. Yeah. And not that, listen, I am more open than other talk shows. I want you to disagree with me. I want to argue with you. I want to debate you, but I want you to keep it above board because if we're arguing and debating and having this back and forth, you say, well, you're a piece of crap. I have every right to hang up on you. You don't have the right to continue speaking on my show. This is my private lair, just like my chat room is my private lair. Or if you call in and Sam answers on the phone and you're using the F word every other word, she has the right to say, you're not making it happen. You're not getting on the air today. Carrie, why is it so hard to understand? Uh, It isn't. Not for me. Seems pretty simple, actually. I mean, it really is. Now, people will say, well, wait a second then why do you complain when Twitter ghost bans you or censors you or, or squelches your reach? Because Twitter lies. Twitter said it is a platform. They didn't say it's a private community, only for the stuff that they'll accept. Twitter said, and Facebook said, come here. We'll be the platform. Say what you want. Do what you want. Exclaim what you want. Claim what you want. And we'll just let people comment and whatever they comment back and forth, they can block you from seeing you. They can ban you from Twitter. They can mute you on Twitter. But Twitter and Facebook and others said, well, we wouldn't do that to you until they started doing it to us. 
I'm heavily ghost and shadow banned on Twitter. I think that goes against Section 230. They got rid of Donald Trump for no reason other than he went against them politically. And they got rid of him. They stopped the New York Post from showing Hunter Biden's uh, laptop story before the election. They did that on purpose to help Biden in the election. And then later apologized. Yeah, we probably should have done that. So there's a big difference between you saying this is a platform or this is the Joe Pags talk show or the Joe Pags chat room or the Carrie Lockie home. There's a big difference. One is just by definition, a platform is like a plate holding food. Whatever food goes on the platform, the plate has no, has no decision about what food is on it. And if you go to grab some of the food and you don't like some of it, you don't grab that food and you grab the food that you do like. Those decisions can be made on a personal level. But if you claim that you're a platform or the plate or the platter, then you have to be that. I'm not. <laughs> this is my, as Judge Judy would say, Carrie. And you know, I always go back to Judge I Judy. I love Judge Judy, yeah. Judge Judy and I are very tight, you know. Yeah, no, uh, really. She didn't even know I exist. Yeah. But anyway, as she always says, this is my playpen. This is my sandbox. And, and therefore, you abide by the rules. doesn't mean I'm going to be, you know, lording over people. But, I mean, the FCC already tells me we can't say those seven, you know, words that are profane or not allowed on the radio. But, um, again, if you want to show up and just say, well, you suck. You're a big, fat, stupid face. I don't have to leave you alone. It's kind of simple, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And and uh, a doofus in my chat room is with a fake n- name. The platform is a private company. No, wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incorrect. They have the ability to do what they do without the worry of liability, being sued, because they promise to be unbiased. They promise to be a platform. They promise to be an unbiased platform. Therefore, I can't sue Twitter if somebody goes on there and says, Joe Pags is a fill-in-the-blank or Joe Pags murdered somebody. I can't sue Twitter. I can sue the person who said it. If they didn't have the protection from liability, I could sue Twitter. That's the difference. And again, the person who said this in my chat room is somebody who has shown he has no education whatsoever. Just, oh, Trump's of this and Trump's of that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I've got to give you what the alleged Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm had to say when, again, somebody in this administration was questioned about what you do when it comes to the price of gasoline or what you do to better yourself in the economy. And maybe I'm missing it, but I think this is just a bit disconnected. I could be wrong. Today, your price of gas here, I think, is on average $4.51. That's huge savings to not have to do that, to be able to use electricity. In fact, the difference um, can be about, I don't know, $40 per fill-up, maybe even more. So depending on where you are, the bottom line is the cost of riding all in an electric vehicle, especially if you buy the models that are lower, that are more affordable, is a huge savings for people. Okay, so, so first of all, the audio sucks. The video is pretty good, but the audio sucks. What she said was, you can save $40, what is it, $40 per fill-up? It's a huge savings when you're driving an electric vehicle. Carrie, do you know what the average price of an electric vehicle is? What's it, $40,000 maybe? $67,000. Oh, holy smokes, okay. $67,000. So if you were to buy an electric vehicle, you're looking at $1,200 a month just in your car payment. Mm-hmm which doesn't offset the extra, what is it, 2300 to 3000 a year, the higher gas prices were costing you. But she's so disconnected and probably hasn't filled up a car with gas in 20 years 
um, that she just doesn't know. Either she doesn't know or she's purposely lying. You can't go and buy an electric vehicle to make up for the, the gas prices that Joe Biden caused. Now, keep in mind, he also said that um, he didn't cause the gas prices to rise. Putin did, although they were on the rise big time way before Putin invaded Ukraine and, and everybody else did. But now that they're coming down, he somehow says he did it. And, and I agree to, to an extent. He did it by giving up our strategic petroleum reserves and selling them to people who hate us, like China. That didn't make any sense. But he's taking credit for the gas prices coming down, which are going to necessarily go back up after the summer. So the disconnect there just blows my mind. And I hope above all hope, other than people like the doofus in my chat room right now with the fake name, I hope that regular Americans, left and right, Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. I hope they'll realize what liars they are. I hope they'll realize that they are through and through, top to bottom, lying to you just to retain power. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. The Joe Pag Show, 888-941-PAGS, about 10 minutes away from Dr. Maria Ryan. She's got startling information on drugs that are even worse than fentanyl. If you can believe that. The latest story is that, Carrie, you, you already know this, but the report that I'm seeing is that fentanyl is 50 times the potency of heroin. Yeah. These new drugs that she'll name and she'll tell people about, you're going to make people aware of this, are 10 times worse than fentanyl. And they're coming across the southern border. We haven't heard any. I've never heard of it before. There are two separate drugs that are coming across. She's going to give what the street names are and give the actual names. In fact, she holds up a, a, like a chalkboard um, or, a, or a dry erase board to show what they are. And uh, people can stop by and see that. JoePags.com. Click on watch now. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. We also talk about monkeypox. Should we be afraid of it? Is it lethal? Where does it come from? I thought it was a, an offshoot of chickenpox. Turns out it's not. It's something else. So we'll talk about that. And also uh, COVID and how wrong the NIH and, and the, uh, uh, the, the, the FDA and the everybody, everybody else in between, how wrong they were. on, um, on uh, At the end of the day, we were all lied to about COVID. And we now know that. I don't know how they fix it because they still, I mean, Fauci won't really even come out and say, of course it came from the lab. So it boggles my mind. Maria Ryan at the bottom of the yard. Make sure you stick around for that. She's great. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me tell you about uh, Eden Pure. These air purifiers are awesome. They use proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving about how well these thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells. They vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. It literally smells like a thunderstorm came through, whatever that area is, where you've got this plugged into the wall. And by the way, it just does plug into the outlet. You don't have to take up any floor space with it. Over 265,000 have been sold. You know that it works. Any odor will disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. 
Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the whole home protection. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go right now. Get this special offer. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S, the number three. Shipping is free. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be Daniel in Massachusetts. Daniel, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how are you? I love your show. But uh, uh, as far as uh, Twitter goes, um, it's a private company, not a public forum. There's no state uh, actor or government actor involved unless you connect the dots on uh, uh, their licensure. But uh, um, First Amendment applies to um, public forums only. Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, it's publicly traded, so not specifically a private company in that sense. Also, Section 230 is a section of the of the uh, of the FCC rules that you've got to read. Section 230 literally covers, and this is from like the way before Twitter showed up, way before Facebook showed up. But it talks about online activity, and it talks about what can and can't appear, and what liability there is for those that either own it privately or the the public entity that that it's on. And they have to serve as a platform. They can't serve as a publisher. A publisher makes the decision to publish what, let's say, you Daniel wants to go on my site, and I say I'm a, I'm a platform, and you post it, and I delete it. I'm now serving as a publisher because I decided what could and couldn't be seen on my site. That changes the rules. If you're a publisher, you can be held liable for what's on your on your platform or on your pages or in your book. If you're a platform, I can't hold you liable. I can hold the person who posted it liable. There's a big difference there. The problem is our government has never held them to the fire, and they need to. All right, appreciate you, Daniel. Let me go to. I, I, you know what I mean, Carrie? I'm, try, I, I'm waiting for him to respond, okay, and I, I, I guess didn't get a whole he was lot. Done. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Daniel. Appreciate you, uh, Noel. Talk to me. Hi. Hey, uh, no, I have a question on the on the cars about the electric cars. Sure. I'm just uh, just out of curiosity. Tell me how many people have survived in a car wreck that that the car was all electric, all batteries. I have no idea. Because if you throw a battery in the fire, they, it explodes. Yeah, I actually have no idea. It's a great question. I have no idea. Uh, we can look into that. I, I don't have any clue. I have not paid any attention to the accident statistics of electric vehicles. And uh, as you know, if I don't know anything about it, I won't talk about it. But I'll look it up. That's an interesting question. That, that definitely piques my interest. Patrick, Minnesota, talk to me. Hi. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I am believe in St. Augustine and his philosophy that we live in a world that is a struggle between good and evil. So I think there's... I think, and because we have it so good in the United States that we become naive about what people are willing to do to get, get power, we have to realize that the other side is willing to do anything. They're not going to play by the rules. They'll bend the rules and they'll do anything. And we have to wake up and realize that it's our duty to combat that type of evil and, you know, forthrightly and honestly with a clear mind and clear head, you know? And not complain about Twitter because, you know, they're part of, you know, they're, you know, it's a free market. We don't have Twitter or Facebook. Why, why can't I, why can't but, I complain you know, about Twitter? Have, why can't I complain ahead. about them? Well, you can complain about them all you want, right. but it's like, it's not really going to do us any good. Sure it is. It exposes you know, like them. that saying, when brave men do nothing, evil will triumph. Yeah. And we, we can't just be distracted by these tech oligarchs. 
You don't have a conscience anyway. Not, not being distracted. Profit. Patrick, I appreciate you. I've only got 30 seconds to respond, and hopefully you'll listen on the radio. I appreciate your point. Here's why I call them out. They set the news uh, the, the news cycle. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox News, uh, Newsmax, everybody pays attention to Twitter, and they make news out of it. So even though the percentage of people on Twitter is only about 20 30% in America, it doesn't matter. The news cycle is based on what's on Twitter. And if they're going to lie, cheat, steal, and hide posts, I'm going to call them out every single time. I hope that I'm doing something for the better good when it comes to exactly what they're playing, what game they're playing, to expose them. I hope that I am. If I'm not, and if it doesn't work for you, I get it. Uh, Dr. Maria Ryan, when we come back, make sure you keep it right here on The Joe Pag Show. This is The Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always wonderful to have this young lady on. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. Doc, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well, and you are good. I agree with you. Even better than good. So there's a lot going on right now when it comes to medical science, our health care, what we're worried about, what's coming across the border. I'd be remiss if I didn't start with you. And by the way, she's a healthcare expert, also a great talk show host, and uh, we love having you on. Go to DrMariaRyan.com to find out more. Let's start with COVID. I mean, we're on the downslide, but then we keep on hearing these, these alternative realities from people like Fauci. You've got people literally still pushing the wet market idea, which, of course, didn't happen. A bat didn't bite a chicken, and then some guy ate the chicken and got COVID. That didn't happen. I mean, obviously, there's a Wuhan you know, lab of virology. But we're getting more information that we did fund gain-of-function, that we did have some part in this, at least Fauci did. And, and as we think it's going away, places like L.A. County were considering a mask mandate again. Doc, where are we with COVID? I mean, you're, you're the expert here. Should I still be worried about this on the same level I was two years ago? You really shouldn't be worried. You have, you're healthy. You have a good immune system. Yeah. This is um, the new variants that are out are very mild. Hardly anybody is being hospitalized with it. And we do know more information today. When Operation Warp Speed happened, Everybody thought we needed a vaccine. It was pushed through. The small amount of clinical data we had from Pfizer was not released to the public. Right. By court order, most of it has been released, but heavily redacted. We know even in the clinical trials, there was some real concerns to the fertility of women, neurological diseases. We've seen an uptick of myocarditis in teenage boys. So um, there is risks, and your healthcare provider should go over every single risk with you so you can make an informed decision about yeah. the vaccine. At last we spoke, and you're an administrator, uh, at last we spoke, you had real concerns about medical professionals not allowed to do their jobs if they didn't get this stupid shot. Now, I'm not vaccinated. I, I don't even think it's a vaccine. I don't have the shot. I had COVID about a month and a half, two months ago, had some ivermectin, had some D3, had some zinc, had some B12, and maybe some steroids from my, from my lungs. I was only off the air one day, and I, oh, came, and, and I came back stronger than ever. So the whole mandate idea, that bothered you from the beginning, didn't it? I never liked it. History has proven mandates don't work, long um, lockdowns don't work. Yeah. I, I got very upset with the CDC because it came excuse me, became so politicized, yeah. as well as physicians who I knew I grew up with in the industry, and they were pushing either the vaccine or the masks, 
and they knew those cloth, ma cloth masks. We had research forever on it that they don't work. Even the surgical masks don't work. And I kept saying, we have to be honest with our patients. If it makes them more comfortable, let them wear it. Yeah. But to tell them it's not going to transmit COVID or they can't get it is a complete falsehood. Yeah. But to, to, to bring masks down, what we collectively in the United States did to children is just plain child abuse. They never needed the mask. The mortality rate for a child getting COVID is almost um, non-statistically viable. And, and they lost something, number one, by not going to face-to-face -face class. But young people learn by observation yeah. more than anything else. To see your face to see how you articulate a word. And some kids got so intimidated by their masks because they weren't heard. They're soft-spoken generally. And for the teacher to say, I don't hear you, or they mishear them, then they start going within themselves. So we did a real disservice for the development of children. And I'm glad you said the word development because that's the age where they're developing their social skills too. Who's my friend? You know, who, who do I like? Uh, I'm relating with the teacher one-on-one -on -one where they could see your face and your mouth and, and your expressions. We changed so much for them. Uh, learning from a computer screen was nuts. And you're right, about a year, even two years almost for some places like New York and L.A. and San Francisco, uh, you didn't see anybody in person. How do you reacclimate yourself to society once you've been separated that long, and especially somebody in their formative years learning how to socialize to begin with? Yeah, it, it's it's step by step, but it's not holding back either. We just have to let kids go to school like normal, move forward, and we really have to get that cur curriculum all about scholastics yeah no more social justice things in there we have to push math push sciences and push the language skills you look at young people even college age students the way they talk they don't even know proper english language anymore True. they can't even decipher some you know books that we all grew up reading because the language is foreign to them we are so low in the world's view for education, it's something that should have never happened in America. We should be number one in math, in science, in language skills, in the classics, but yet we're fallen to 10th worldwide and even lower with the math and science. It makes me crazy. I've got five daughters, as you know, and, and watching this unfold, it makes you think homeschooling. It makes you think charter or public or private school. The public school has gotten weird because we're worried about Social justice, as you said, pronouns, sexual orientation for people who are pre-kindergarten. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's Dr. Maria Ryan. Go to DrMariaRyan.com. Check out more of what she does. Uh, what, what is it? Is it Saturday or Sunday that you and Rudy do the show? Sunday, Uncovering the Truth on WABCRadio.com. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time. And it is soaring in the ratings. Every single week it does even better. And, and uh, we, lo we love that you're doing that. People go and check that out on Sunday. Let's get into monkeypox very quickly. don't have a lot of time to spend on monkeypox because it doesn't affect me. I'm not a gay man. And like it or not, and no matter what the, the government's saying, this, I think the top 95% of the cases are affecting men who are having relations with other men, right? You're right. It's spreading in that area. But anybody actually could get monkeypox through skin, open skin, and you go up up against somebody with lesions. Right. Uh, it's not respiratory. No masks are needed. <laughs> the, the good thing is monkeypox, it's from the um, pox virus, 
many of us in our generation has been inoculated with a live smallpox vaccine, yes. we are immune to the monkeypox. That stopped in 1980. But a good thing is monkeypox is much less severe than smallpox, and it tends to be self-limiting to a few weeks, flu-like symptoms. If the blisters occur in the rash, it tends to be around the face, in the hands, and it is quite ugly. The best thing to do is isolate. Don't pick at those sores and you're going to be fine. Yeah. And that's interesting because, um, uh, oddly I'm immune to smallpox anyway. They tried to give me that vaccine when I was a kid. It didn't take. Um, so oh. I wouldn't have to worry about monkeypox anyway. I, I thought that it was more like chicken pox. I don't know. I don't know how they're all related, but I know that it's not, it doesn't seem to be fatal. And, uh, to, to call this a national health emergency, I thought was weird. Did you find that odd from the Biden administration? You know, we've seen so much politicization around the CDC and the World Health Organization, and we're getting towards the midterms. I hate to be cynical, but they want to, you know, scare us. You have to to be cynical because we've seen it. We've seen it before. We have to be. Yeah. I mean, suddenly monkeypox makes you stay home and mail-in ballots. Nobody wants that. So I think it's it's a very good point. Uh, Thankfully, it doesn't appear to be fatal. Thankfully, people are getting help that need help when it comes to monkeypox. I'm not going to worry about monkeypox. DrMariaRyan.com. Go to her website. Now, this is a really serious issue going on not far from where I am. I'm in Texas, San Antonio area, not that far from the border. The border is open. It's a sieve. It's porous. We're welcoming people. Unless, of course, you want to send them to New York City or to Washington, D.C., where the mayors are freaking out. How dare you send them here? But but having said that, we know that we've got enough fentanyl pouring across the border just about weekly that can kill every American more than once. Now you're telling me, Dr. Maria, scaring me, um, that there are even worse drugs out there that are multiple times more deadly than fentanyl. Fill me in. I've never heard of these. Yeah, I'm really scared about this. Fentanyl is now the number one killer between the ages of 18 and 45, and it's a a poisoning. It's an overdose poisoning. comes from China. They work with the cartels. We have more fentanyl that can kill every human being in the United States right now. But since about 2019, and it happened kind of slowly, China was sending in a much more potent drug from the family nitrazine. There's probably, I'm going to give you two examples, but there's probably tens, maybe hundreds of different nitrazine compositions because, you know, the cartel fools around and throws other things in it. The chemist in China throws other things in it. But one that's, there's a couple that's popular in your area, isotonitazine. The street name is ISO. And then there's another one, N-pyrolidino. Etonitazine, and that street name is Pyro. The ISO looks like a regular pill that may be compounded in a legitimate pharmacy, but it's a fake. It has an M on it on one side, a 30 on the other side. It's yellowish. This is the one that they think is anywhere from 20 to 100 times more potent than fentanyl. Wow. And we are seeing deaths, and we're seeing it in the UK as well. Well, well Mar- Doc, I've got to stop you for a second, because for, for a point of reference, fentanyl is what, 10 times worse than heroin? Um, 10 times is worse, 10 t- 100 times worse than morphine, and 10 times more than, more than heroin. And now we're talking about ISO and pyro being, I'm going to show a couple of news stories that you actually sent me. Um, ISO and pyro 
Now you're saying are 50 times more potent than heroin. Actually, fentanyl is 50 times more potent than heroin, according to Fox News. And you're saying that ISO and pyro are worse than fentanyl by, by what measure? By what multiple? Is it like 10 times more? Yeah. So the way they're comparing it now, and also the attorney general of Florida has issued a warning, and she gives quite a range. She says the ISO, there's there's one of the pills up on the screen. The blue one is more related to pyro. Okay. Yellow one, more related to ISO. But uh, the attorney general of Florida is trying to warn people, and she gives a range of 20 to 100 times more potent than fentanyl. So 1,500 times more potent than heroin. And we want to go on the record and say, don't take any of this crap, none of it. But if you are somebody who's using drugs, get help. But if you see something with an M on one side and a 30 on the other side, whether it's yellow or blue or green or gray, whatever the hell that is, don't get anywhere near it. Uh, Doc, I've seen police so afraid of these fentanyl raids. They've got like stacks of gloves on gas masks on they don't want to breathe it they don't want to touch it they don't want to be anywhere near it that's how deadly fentanyl is which is 50 times worse according to the story than heroin why exactly is china making even worse drugs what do you think the goal is here do you have an opinion on that you know if uh, probably if i had the opportunity to ask a uh chemist in china ccp chemist yeah or the cartels they would say oh we're trying to make the drug cheaper and a better high so people buy it more I actually think, since it keeps getting more and more deadly, that this is by design, that China is attacking us yet in a different way. It's attacked us economically. It's now threatened our Speaker of the House. Yeah. Uh, when she went to Taiwan, they feel emboldened by President Biden because he's compromised with his dealings with the Communist Chinese Party. Right. I feel like this is just another prong to weaken our society and be deadly towards our society. And we're talking about 110,000 deaths just last year from fentanyl and opioid um, overdoses, or as you said correctly, poisoning. I mean, with this, which is worse than fentanyl, I mean, that number can double. And we've actually seen that number go go up by by five digits almost every year in the past decade. It's amazing how bad it is, yet we don't seem to see anything from the CDC that wants us to wear masks and take shots, or the NIH, or or fill in the blank, to say, here's how we combat this. Shouldn't they focus the taxpayer money that we're giving them on saving people's lives from, from dealing with these horrible drugs from China and the cartels? Yes, and I would love to take over the CDC because I really feel like... You'd be great at it, by the way. (laughs) I feel like I would be honest with people and I could really help people. What we're seeing, too, is more young people, like teenagers, they go on Snapchat or some of these social media sites. They, you know, oh, my parents are mean to me, my teachers. And some pusher, groomer says, oh, you're stressed. I, I have a Xanax I got from my doctor. You know, give me 15 bucks and you can have it. Right. Well, that Xanax is not the real thing. Right. Some of these fake Xanaxes, oxycodone, hydrocodone, they're all from China. And my God, Joe, they look like the real thing. They look like they were compounded in a legitimate pharmacy and they are so how do you combat it then we know that it's here we know that it looks like the real thing we know that they're preying on on our young people or those who are who are addicted to opioids already how do we how do we tell the difference i mean if you were the director of the cdc and it's dr maria ryan go to her website drmariaryan.com great talk show host she's a great commentator and a wonderful healthcare expert um what do you do you okay i press the button and tomorrow you're the boss of the cdc how do we start combating this immediately 
Well, I do a lot of public service announcements. Number one, if I had the authority, I would shut down the the border in, in calling this a national emergency. Yes. There's a whole bunch of other issues that make it a national emergency as well. But if I had any power with the drug invasion in the fentanyl, in ISO poisonings and pyro poisonings, I would say this this is the biggest bigger emergency than COVID-19. And I really mean that with all my heart. And I would use all my power to get at least a moratorium on the border, do a lot of public service announcements to people. Also, I have a whole education plan, how I'd like to to change the education curriculum in the United States. And it would be very much the classics But also, kids nowadays don't know how to take care of themselves. So preparing them for life, but also having social workers on staff. I was blessed to come from a very good home, but there are a lot of children out there who are children of people who are addicted. They don't get cared for. They have nowhere to go. They see their life of, you know, I'm going to have to make a quick buck on the street, and they get into gangs. And if we can catch it early in the social system, system if we put them right in the school system right maybe we can make more productive citizens i've got maybe 30 seconds left with dr maria ryan go to her website drmariaryan.com a very quick answer if you don't mind um and i think i know what your answer is going to be but when you see san francisco and la and new york city making places literally funded by taxpayers to hand out drugs here's your opioid today here's your needle that you can use it's a clean needle and we're keeping people addicted is that helpful to to make society more healthy i mean what exactly are we accomplishing by using taxpayer money to fund literally giving drugs and needles to people it's actually quite disgusting and quite disturbing they are perpetuating a a serious addiction And when people don't get their drug, they rob, they steal, they sell their children. It's an ugly underworld. And we are all victims around them. And that should be illegal. These drugs are illegal. And it drives me crazy when people and elected officials break the law and nothing is done to them. Check out the show on Sunday morning on WABC Radio. You can go to WABC.com and listen to Rudy and Dr. Maria. It's a great show. Also, go to our website, DrMariaRyan.com. Doc, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. Always incredible information. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate your show getting the word out to, to everybody. You bet. I appreciate that. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you hanging out. Thanks a lot for taking the time. We had a couple of big interviews tonight. I want to make sure that you you guys know where to go and find these, especially the Dr. Maria Ryan interview that we just did with these new drugs that I hadn't even heard of before, and I pay attention to this kind of stuff. Um, uh, the ISO and the Pyro. Gonna, I'll put that interview up after the program, probably tonight before midnight. You go to Rumble. You can check them out there. Just look up Joe Pags, all one word, or on your favorite social media, Twitter, Getter, Truth, uh, me, we, we put it up just about everywhere we possibly can. Locals, those who support over on Locals. So make sure you go and check that out. That, that is Polo. That is Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.